right. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you trying to make bigger profits in your small business? Like many of us, I'm sure you're feeling it. Business is hard. And now more than ever, you need to have a plan to help your business not just survive, but thrive. And it can happen as simply with thinking with the end in mind. I'm Marcia Reiner. I'm a business growth strategist. I've helped tons of small business owners to establish and implement a tangible plan that guarantees increased profitability, guides your growth, and plans for your future exit. Because a business worth selling is also a business worth owning. And I want to share strategies that I've earned and learned with you on today's Profit with a Plan podcast. But before we get started, I have something to share with you. I've put together an insightful and think outside the box masterclass. This 20-minute training has been specifically designed to help you learn how to grow your business five times or even 10 times the revenue and the value of your firm so that you're in a great position to sell it someday in the future on your terms. Go register for free at 10xyourfirm.com. All right, I'm excited to have my guest today. Jim Padilla is a global impact strategist, invest and excuse me, an investor and founder uh, and CEO of Gain the Edge, which is a done-for-you provider of industry-leading sales systems and unicorn sales professionals, which he co-heads with his wife, Cindy Padilla. Jim and Cindy have generated over, get this folks, a quarter of a billion in sales for a long line of high-level entrepreneurs. Jim's mission is to help purpose-driven thought leaders untangle themselves from the day-to-day minutiae of seeking leads and sales so that they, they're free to amplify their impact while scaling the business. Love it, Jim. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Welcome to Profit With Plan. Thanks for having me on, Marcia. I've been looking forward to our conversation. Yeah, me too. This, is, this has been really great. And it's something that has been so much of a forefront on my mind, a lot of my clients' mind, and I'm sure the economy right now with all the fears of recession coming in, people are thinking, oh my gosh, where's my next client going to come from? Oh, people are cutting costs, so they're, they're holding on to their money and not investing in their businesses. And, it's, and again, I've heard it over and over and over again. Um, so that's why I'm thinking this is just strategically timed, perfectly timed, for listeners to, to grab on today. But before we get started, how in the world did you get involved in sales and coming up with a great progress or process like this? Yeah, well, um, I actually, you know, number one, we, we, are, we have all been selling our whole life. Most people just don't recognize it. And I think about it. Um, but I, I actually, I grew up in a pretty rough environment and I, you know, an abused home and I was in foster care as a teenager on the streets uh, at 16, wow. running in gangs and in jail by 19. And, uh, you know, I used to spend every waking minute thinking about how do I read the room? How do I master? How do I read the room and bend people's influence to my direction so that they wouldn't see me as a threat and they wouldn't want to hurt me? That was my defense mechanism. That's how I stayed alive. And wow. uh, so little did I know that, you know, m- you know, that 20 years later, I'd be making millions of dollars teaching other people how to read the room, bend people's influence to their direction so that they don't see you as a threat. They see you as an asset and as an ally and they can let down their guard and want to buy from you. Right? Wow. An incredible journey you took, but look how it's impacting everybody's life, including your own. That's right. great. Wow. Okay. So yeah. whew, 
coming coming from the 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 downside and bringing it and transforming it into something positive. I love that. All right, so we all fear sales, right? I mean, most of the people I know. I have one friend that totally digs this stuff, but um, you know, most of us fear sales. They feel it's uncomfortable and icky, and like they're not doing it right. They can't seem to get a rhythm going. What's the biggest problem that we're we're? Why are we fearing so much? Well, overall, whether whether it's that you're not converting enough or you don't overcome objections well or you're not getting the right offer to the right people, there's a lot of things, but it all stems mm-hmm. from us being too concerned about what people are thinking about us and our positioning and our image. And you know, the the funny thing, I, I just heard a quote this this past weekend that reminded me of uh, you know a story that a friend used to tell me, but you know, we we spent our first 20 years worrying about what everybody thinks about us. We spend the next 20 years not caring about what anybody thinks about us. And then we spend the next 20 years realizing that nobody was thinking about us in the first place. Right. So <laughs> we need to just, love it. just take a deep breath and recognize that nobody is thinking about you. Right. Take the pressure off yourself. Your job is just to show up for the people who need you be crystal clear on how on the problems that they have and the consequences of not solving them. And then you are positioning yourself as the ideal person to be able to solve them. Now, here's the beauty of it, though, is recognizing that it's not your job to specifically solve their, their problem, right? It's your job to ensure that they have a path to their to the solution of the problem. Now, it yeah. might be from hiring you. It might be from reading your book. It might be from an introduction you can make to them. It might be a referral you can send them. But I just like to be able to be part of the solution and because I'm very well resourced, extremely well connected. I've accomplished lots. I've got tons of expertise and experience. There's a number of ways I could solve your problem. And very few of them have anything to do with you hiring me. Right. Wow. So I take the pressure off of myself and trying to be the solution. I just want to be able to connect with you, know what you need, what you're doing, where you're going, help you get crystal clear on the fact that you're actually committed or not just interested in getting there and reaching that mountaintop. And then based on where you are, what is the key problem that needs to be solved now? And is that something I solve? Right? Wow. You gave me, you gave me some really big insights. It's not about me, right? Hello. <laughs> it's about them. And they're right. thinking it's about them. So, you know, you're just joining in the same picture that they're already thinking. They're worrying about their own problems. And you're just coming in to say, hey, I'm worrying about your problems too. Exactly. Um, I love that. And, um, you know, I don't have to be Wonder Woman, right? Correct. Fantastic. Love that idea. You know, I can just be a resource of information, of skills, of introductions and so on. Whew. Good start. Okay, yeah, great. It makes life so much easier. <laughs> so the first piece is take the pressure, take the focus off yourself because it's not about you. Nobody cares. Nobody, nobody is showing up because they care about you. They show up because they're concerned about how you can possibly help them get what they need. So it's all about them. The second thing is, let me give everybody here the pressure. Um, again, this is about taking the pressure and taking stuff out of your, out of the way, off your plate. You don't have to be a sales expert, right? You know, I, I want to give you permission right now, whether you're, this is you, your sales team, whoever it might be. If you're talking to somebody, I want you to right, remember, remember this phrase. Please don't confuse my ability to solve your problem at a world-class level with the fact that I'm not good at selling it. Write that down, pause this, rewind it, transcribe it, save it for yourself. Please don't confuse. Because you can show up on a call and you could be like, if you feel like you're nervous, 
and they're feeling like you're nervous, don't ignore it. Just address it. Hey, Marcia, you know, I feel like my palms are sweating right now. I just want to serve you really, really well. Please don't confuse that I'm the, my fact that I'm a world-class problem solver at what we do with the fact that I'm not great at selling. Now, you know, I don't get to say that because sales is my thing. So I better be good at selling, right? But everybody else, just take the pressure off yourself. Just tell people, look, I'm not, I'm world-class at solving this problem. I'm just not world-class at selling it. Can So I might stumble or can we be okay? What do you think people are going to respond with? I think they're going to just like all the, the ucky energy is going to go away because now they're feeling that, hey, you're uncomfortable. I, I can come in here. It's not going to be a hard sell. I'm not going to be forced into buying something. And then they relax too, right? They relax. Both of you. Totally. You know what else happens? Wow. They actually huh. start rooting for you. They want you to win. They're like, you're doing oh great, honey. Don't worry about it. No problem. You know, all of a sudden <sighs> you've taken down the walls between you because you've opened up some vulnerability and reality. But you also, you know, you're not being some lame duck. You're like, look, I'm badass at solving your problem. It's not badass at selling it to you. Right. It's, a, it's very clear, right to the point. And then it takes pressure off. Now you can just go about having a great conversation. Wow. Right? Okay. Phew loads of value here, everybody. I mean, my goodness, you just took me down to where I don't have to perform on a, you know, on a, on a star star level, you know, in the sales to get the sale, I can be human right. and get them to come on my side and be a cheerleader. Woohoo! I like exactly. that. I like Amen. that. All right. And, and this is, this is a big step towards getting you replaced, right? Cause a lot of times you hear people say things like, you know, you need to master it first before you can hire out for it. And I think that's just mm -hmm. ridiculous. I don't work on my car. Why? Because I don't know how. I'm not going to go try to master my engine before I take it to a mechanic, right? I'm going to bring it to somebody who knows how to work on it. Same thing with all my technology, our CRMs and all that stuff. I'm smarter than the average bear. I can figure a few things out, but I don't want to. I'm not even interested. It bores me to tears. I'm just not even interested. So I bring in people who love all of that stuff. And then I'm just crystal clear with what I need it to accomplish. Mm. And then let them do what they do, right? Well, it's the same thing in the sales process. If you're clear, if you take that kind of environment and, and take the pressure off, then now you also don't need a rock star salesperson to show up and shove stuff down people's throat. You need people to show up who have that same vibe. Hey, look, I work for a world-class business owner. We solve problems in a world-class way. We just don't have this crazy world-class sales solution. Okay, so I'm just here to talk to you, see if you're a good fit, see if this matches, okay? We have a fantastic solution. It's one of a kind. It is best in the world. And if you really want to solve your problem, you'll buy it. And if you don't, then, then you can figure it out. But let's just have a conversation and see which actual problems you're having and does this fit, wow. right? That doesn't require fancy scripts and fancy tactics and NLP and all this other stuff. <laughs> you uh, are throwing all the buzzwords that everybody else uses, right? Oh, you have to get in there and manipulate the system. You have to persuade them into seeing your way is the better way. And you've got to have a, it's crazy. Right. And you just, you just made it human. Exactly. You know, my sales manager, she they get she gets frustrated sometimes because um, you know, I when I do sales calls, we have a sales team that sells our stuff, but of course, as an outsourced sales company, we have a, a big sales team that sells other people's stuff. And when you know, when they listen to my sales calls, you would most people would think, oh, I'm gonna 
show up and take all kinds of notes because Jim's going to be dropping nuggets. And, and I am, I mean, I'm good at it, but you'd be disappointed because you would hear, you would show up and listen, and it would be just like, I'm talking to you right now. This is how I talk to people and sales happen because I just get crystal clear. You know, our biggest thing is we're very well positioned. I mean, we've, we've got incredible credibility, right? We we've sold, you know, almost $300 million worth of sales. We've do 25,000 sales conversations a year. We do a hundred events a year. So we just have incredible amount of, we're very proficient at what we do. We've done it a long time, eight years plus. Right. Um, And so we, we've got great positioning in the marketplace. We have a really killer offer that is irresistible and world-class and we only offer it to the people that we know we can solve the problems for. So we're already only speaking to the people with a bleeding neck problem. And for us, the bleeding neck problem is somebody who is at a place where you cannot sell anymore because you, you can't fulfill on what you're selling, or you can't be the one who's trying to run the sales system, hire, train, develop, and run and optimize because now you're no longer building your empire and serving your clients. You're chasing leads and chasing sales. And that's a bleeding neck problem that you it's aching for the people that we serve. They have to get rid of that. If you just want to make some more sales, we're not the right people. We're not even interested, right? And if you're just learning about sales, that's great. And I will cheerlead the hell out of you, but I have nothing I can sell you because that's not what we do. (laughs) Because you're crystal clear on your solution as well. And you just dropped a whole lot of bombs on how you help people and how we should be helping our own people at the same time. Um, But let's go back now. You, 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 You said a term that is um, a little, little scary, right? Because you got to have your clients have to have a bleeding neck problem. So how do we find that out? How do we find out what their bleeding neck problem is? First of all, define bleeding neck. Yeah. You know, and I, and I, I, I don't apologize for the term um, <laughs> because uh, I understand what it can bring up in people. However, well, it's I, want, I wanted though. something that could be very clear. Very attention grabbing. It should not be confused, right? Here, th- I learned something a long time ago. I used to think that interested and committed were almost the same thing. I thought like interested was like 99% and 100 is, is 100%. So it's only 1% difference. But if you're 99% committed, that means you're 1% not committed. By definition, means you're not committed, right? So 99% can mean you're way over there on the other side because you still have a possibility of not moving forward. All in committed means there's no other solution. There's no other alternative. You're burning the boats and you're saying, I must solve this problem, right? It's an extreme difference. Interested could be a sore neck, right? So last time, when's the last time you had a sore neck, right? And did you go to the hospital seeking a solution? No. Of course not. But if you if you look down and your neck is gushing blood, you're right? running to the hospital. You're going to go to the hospital, or you're going to die, right? right? So it's it's a different level of solution and and a, and a problem and awareness. It's it's extreme pain, extreme concern about the problem, very well aware of it, and extremely committed to solving it. Now you've taken, they've done most of that work now. Now you don't have to, right? You just have to be able to make sure that you know everything that's necessary when the person with a bleeding neck shows up at your doorstep. You need to know all the things that you need to do so that you can triage them effectively, apply the right immediate solutions, and then get them a more long-term solution. Too many times we're talking to the person who it just has a kind of a, you know, I got a little crick in my neck and we're speaking to them like they've got a bleeding neck. 
And they don't have the same level of understanding of their problem. They don't have the same level of commitment to solving it. They don't have the same level of awareness of it. Yet we're talking to them as if they are on the goal line, ready to cross, and they're not. So you're, you can have the right person, the right demographics, the right psychographics, and all of those things that typical avatars talk about. But if you don't have them dialed into the real important piece of the when, like when is the time that they must engage you, right? When their right. neck is a bleeding problem, what's that intersection? And then you, so your your primary role is to determine, first of all, build a world-class solution that will actually stop the bleeding and solve them and fix them and cure them and heal them and move them forward. Okay? And then be crystal clear about who that person with the bleeding neck problem is. What are, where are they when they're hitting these points and how do you get yourself in front of them and along the path when time. they are going to be experiencing that? And then what's the journey between that? How many, what things do they need to hear, see, feel, and experience from you to know that they are moving in the right direction to the intersection of solution? Right. Mm. That's it. And now it takes work. It takes some smarts. Okay. We've got it some tools and resources that help people do that. But when you do that, it eliminates the necessity for you to be a sales badass. You just right? have to show up and serve powerfully and clearly and lead somebody effectively to make a great decision. I love all of that, but there's one big problem. How in the world do we find out what that client when that client is bleeding and what they're bleeding over. Now, I, I know that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of things out there. Know your client, you have to understand their problems and when they're doing all that. But the biggest challenge is that first step of right. what is their big bleeding neck problem? And how do we find that? Yes. So uh, the first thing is this, this may be, uh, I'll just say it directly. If you can't identify the bleeding neck problem of, the key person you solve, then you might not actually be the expert of that problem. Okay. At the risk of, of hopefully, you know, you're getting a double take and you're thinking on this, like, okay, if you are the person who solves that problem, I, anything related to sales teams and scaling, getting you out of the way and getting people in place who can sell your product consistently and predictably without you, right? I'm all things expert on that. Got if it. You need a marketing funnel built. I've got great partners and I know what's, what a good funnel looks like, but I have nothing to do with building funnels. Okay. So I do know the kind of problems that come with them, but I'm very well acquainted with all the problems that you have. If you're not running a great sales team, that's got a great system, a great offer and a great process to be predictable and don't have great KPI. I know all the pains, all the problems and everything about it. You have that too in whatever your thing is that you offer. Yeah. Usually if you can't narrow in, if you can't zero in on the bleeding neck problem, it's usually because you're solving probably too big a slice of the pie. So just get really narrowed in on what's the actual problem you're solving. Does the client have to physically feel the bleeding or can you make them bleed in front of you? I guess that's, that's a great, <laughs> I love <laughs> you No, know, that, that's actually, that's great because you can, find the person who's on that right path, right? And maybe when you start all of a sudden position the right opportunity in front of them, they now recognize, holy cow, I've been, I actually am bleeding because I have just, I just didn't know it, right? Mm. I was bleeding. I've been bleeding this whole time. Like for you, somebody, you know, right now is a very interesting time in the history of the world, right? Because we're about, we're entering a quote unquote recession, whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it just exciting and opportunity creating times. Cause that's all yep. it is. 
and yep. for those who are prepared and those who know what they're doing, because here's what's going to happen. A bleeding neck is around the corner for an awful lot of people who are mm. not prepared to step mm -hmm. into this exciting time that we're stepping, that we're, we're embarking on. Right. So you have to be crystal clear that you're going to show them, look, I can show you how to come out of this emerging as a wealth creator, emerging as somebody who can make a difference in the world, who can take advantage of opportunities. You know, this is something with this message right. we're being all over town right now is this is the, over these next two, three to five years. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think it's going to be a longer mm -hmm. recession than most people think. And you have the opportunity to really make up ground. You can mm. come out of this. At, you can you can advance a rock star. competition because a lot of people are going to be retreating and retracting. They're going to be like, I don't want to spend money. I don't know what to invest in. I'm not sure what to say to people because I don't want to prey on people in these times and blah, blah, blah. You know what they're looking All for? All the limiting beliefs that are stuck oh. in their head right now that we, oh. can, we can move on that and jump ahead of everybody, like you said, if we're prepared. And this Absolutely. is one perfect way of being prepared because- this is the primary engine of your business, folks. This is all your muscles going on. Um, the sales, at least I relate it to the muscles, right? And the movement that you're doing because you've got the, the, the offer and you've got the team that's your heart, you know. But this is the muscles that move the body and you need these kind of skill sets even if they're even if we're taking the ickiness of sales away right. and we're making it personal and comfortable as a conversation, you still need to be doing this because yeah. now more than ever is, totally. is the time. And and for every one of you who is thinking to yourself right now, this is the this is one of the things that you're gonna you have to make sure you are factoring into not into your marketing, into your prospect journey, into the dialogue that your sales team is having with your, your um, client or your prospective buyers. Everybody is going to be working twice as hard to hang on to their fears and limitations. Mm -hmm. Anybody who thought they couldn't afford it before is going to be 10 times more committed that they can't afford it now. Anybody right. who thought they needed to think about it and wait is going to be totally convinced that waiting is going to be the only option. They're going to have a circle the wagons mentality. Your job is to be the ultimate truth teller, the evangelist of your solution. You know, I don't take that stuff from people. I'm not going to force anybody to buy anything, but I will make sure you are wide eyed and crystal clear that if you walk out this door, you have just lost the best opportunity you have to solve this problem, right? That way you can go make your own decisions, but you're going to make them clear. I am not, it's not my job to make it okay for you to not solve this problem. That's your mm -hmm. job. And everybody else who knows you, they'll make it okay. My job is to make it not okay. And do everything right. I can challenge you to make a decision, right? And then we have to also remember what is the root word of a decision is decide, which is right. Feel off, right? Yeah. Nobody decide. likes the maybes. Nobody no. likes the maybes. Just tell no. me a yes and tell me a no. Don't tell me a Feel maybe. Don't tell decision. me next week. Yep. Clear. Decide. Wow. Kill off all other options. So you want to get them to kill off option of Let's kill off the past because we're moving to a new future or let's kill off the future because I'm not done dealing with the mess that I'm in right now. And I still want to experience some pain before I move forward. Right. I'm good with either way, but you got to be make clear you're making that decision. I love it because how many people really say to themselves, oh, I want to continue in this crappy environment, struggling, working 15, 16 hours a day only to catch up on Saturdays and Sundays. I want to struggle because that's who I am. Who says that in their mind? 
You know, right. they, they never say that in their mind. They're thinking, oh, if I could just, if only, if one more call, one more hour, um, that next client, if, if only, their life relies on hope. And I think, right. I think what you're offering and, and helping us with what we're offering is we're the solution to remove the hope and say, here's a plan, a surefire proven way to solve that problem and get you to wherever it is that you want to go next. Right. Yeah, totally. I mean, you, you still want to instill hope. I mean, it's, you're dealing with human beings and right now, well, one of the greatest well, then hope is not a plan though. Hope. Correct. Correct. Hope is you have to show them that the hope, exactly. the hope is on the other side of the solution. That's what you're showing them. You want to increase hope in them to let them know that there's a solution right here. There's a solution knocking at your door. So you now know you can you can move the fear and let's start getting to a place of taking the right action. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you determine. Right. And, you know, I, I will say things and we train our team to say stuff like this, like, you know, and this is not about, a you know, some people think this is kind of it's like maybe a little bit harsh. Right. All I'm thinking is, is about being telling the truth and love. And if I have somebody who's like, well, I don't know. I just don't know if I should spend this money. So I'm cool with that. So, but make sure when you tell your wife, don't don't tell your wife that you you couldn't invest in a coaching program or into a solution. You want to make sure that you let her know that, you know, this problem we've been experiencing for six months, nine months, 12 months, that's been costing us everything and sleepless nights and frustrated. I had a chance to solve that. And I chose not to because I was concerned about spending money. That way you can talk truthfully with her and let your wife decide, hey, no, we'll eat some rice and beans for a while because if you can actually solve this thing, we need to solve it because it's been destroying our life for the last 12 months, right? So I have a real conversation about what's actually going on instead of what just makes you feel better. Right? You know, truth, truth solves everything. I mean, you may not like the answers. I mean, that may be a very uncomfortable response to tell the person who's trying to make a decision, but it's the truth. Right. And, and if you face the truth, you can, you can get over that next barrier. So, wow, like this. All right. Um, whew, this has been really good, Jim. I'm really liking this. So we've talked about all the fears and the, and the processes and getting through and having clarity and making sure your offer is really strong to solve their problem and, and, and fix that bleeding neck challenge that they have. But what's the process like? I mean, are we talking, are we talking, you know, if we say the right things and do the right things, we're going to get an immediate sale or is it a journey that, that we're going through with the client and how long might that take? Yeah, uh, well, it's, it's definitely a process and it is a journey. Uh, and today you have to expect, you have to have endurance and patience. Um, you have to have the ability to convert somebody today with the patience to keep people around long enough to convert them tomorrow because mm. people are just needing more reassurance, more touch points, more engagement, more encouragement. They need to know that you're actually going to follow through on what you say. They need to know that when you say you're going to be here in six months, that you're actually going to be here in six months. And you say, hey, look, this event might not be the good one for you, but I'm going to do it again in six months and you better be here for it. Make sure you show up and offer them that six month mm -hmm. opportunity. And people are, they're very doubtful. They're fearful. They're concerned. They're anxious. They they're don't skeptical. know what to do. They feel like the sky is falling. The only thing that makes the most sense for them is to do nothing. And you mm -hmm. know darn well that doing nothing will never solve their problem. 
Correct. Right. So you have to do everything in your power to make sure that is all there. Right. So the process we have, we have our anti-closer sales system and we're actually, we've renamed it a couple of times because nobody seems to like whatever name, but here's, <laughs> we love the system. We just haven't fell in love with the name, but the reason we call it the anti-closer system is because we want it to be clear that you don't, please don't go out seeking a rockstar sales closer to be your solution. Mm. If that's right. not what you need, you need a system that delivers predictable and consistent sales, which is what will make a rock star. Okay. So we want you to have, you need to have a compelling offer in place. And I mean, a real compelling one. And here's how you know, if it actually is compelling, look in your bank account. If it's your bank account is not filling up and you're having sales conversations, most of the time your offer sucks. That's your problem. Okay. <laughs> Reality right there. Is yes. a slap in the face. If it's, your bank account's crying, then, uh, then you, your offering is, your offer is not compelling enough. Right. I love it. And, and I don't, <laughs> don't confuse that with me saying that your solution sucks. Cause you probably have a incredible solution. It's just not packaged very well and not very compelling. You're busy selling it from the heartstrings about how much you love it instead of why it's going to solve their problem for them. Okay. So yeah. a compelling offer, a very focused avatar, like who's the actual person and when is the time they need it? Okay? A great core story. Like you have to be on, you have to be able to speak the story that matters to them. Like we know that the people that work with us, the people who are compelled to work with us, you're at a place where you know that you cannot be no longer be the person who is running your sales, who's doing your sales, that's no longer the highest and best use of your time. To it's be leading never the highest and best your use of your time. <laughs> so it's time to get out of the way because it's preventing you from reaching the mountaintop and doing what, you, what you're needing to do, right? You know you need to get there. You're just stuck at how to get there, right? Those are the people that we serve. That's the core story that, we, that we're serving. Your core story has to just speak to what's the journey they're on, what's the place they need to go, and how can you make that, how can you put that into your messaging, into your positioning, into your conversation, okay? Um, the bleeding neck problem, as we spoke about, that's the next step. And then a very curated prospect journey. You need to be clear. This is this is how this is the way you want people to respond in your world. Every time they take a step towards you, whether that's an opt-in, an email, a text message, anything they get from you, it should be moving them one step closer to you. And every time, it should be making them feel like, yeah, I'm in the right place. That I like sense. that. Because rarely do people buy on the first purchase. It usually Correct. takes them, I mean, it used to take them seven times. Now I think it's taking them 15 times of yeah. seeing something before they feel that they're confident with the decision. Because isn't that what we're trying to do is make them confident that the decision they're making is the right one? 100%. Yeah. And <laughs> it's actually it's like 18 to 22 touches what we're seeing right now, which right. is crazy because most people quit after three. I was going to say, you know, I mean- it's, I love the way that you said it's the endurance that I'll be here consistently for the next five years when you're ready to move forward. And if we drip on them and share value and educate them and move them along in the cycle to the next logical step, totally, then they're going to stay on that path with us. And I love that you've plotted it out, that you've got a journey that they have to go on because that's another big thing. We're like out there hunting for people. Um, we're putting out fires in our business and we're going, okay, I need to close this deal right now because I got to pay rent, whatever, yeah. you know, but they're not thinking about the long play and the journey that they need to take to get that client to engage with you and to fall in love with you and to see that your solution is really the one that the only one right. that is going to solve their problem. Right. And there's some things you have to put into that journey. And the, the first thing is you got to put a, you have to have an understanding that 
if you plan on being in business five years from now, then why don't you plan for business that might be there five years from now, instead of spending all of your time trying to get the clients to buy today, because you're going to do things that won't make if you, in order for you to focus on getting them by today, that means by default, you're not focusing on what can happen tomorrow, which means you're going to lose those people. And you're going to lose them to people like me or the clients that we serve, because we make sure that we're planning for those people. And so you want to make sure that you're, you're on a journey, like, like with us. Okay. We have to make sure that people understand, first of all, we don't just say, okay, hire us because we're the best sales solution, outsource sales solution that exists. And then we step into your brand to become an extension of you. Because if you haven't even contemplated outsourcing, then it doesn't matter how good we are at outsourcing. We first have to help you understand that outsourcing is an option and that it's the best option and that it's the best way to, to learn and solve problems. Because you can, we've already done all the testing and tweaking and screwing up and building systems because if you're going to start building a system that means you better have good money in the bank account and a lot of money and a lot of time to burn because you're going to have to test and tweak figure out a system figure out how to implement it put it in place yeah. get some bad results it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of dollars or more and time and time right so you want to make sure that you're thinking all of those things through so we have to make the case that a you need to replace yourself first Second, do you replace yourself with somebody internally? Do you replace yourself with somebody externally and why, right? So when somebody's in our world, this is the journey that we have them on is, is under, this is, they're making a decision. Do I want to make, replace myself? How do I replace myself? How far do, do I have big goals that are far bigger than what I can reach? Do I want to bring it internally? And here's the costs or pros and cons. Do I want it externally? And here's the pros and cons. Once we've got somebody convinced and sold out that, yeah, doing this on somebody else's on the back of somebody else's hard work who's already figured out is going to be my best path. Now we show them that we're the best solution if that's the path you want to be on, right? Most of the time we go straight from somebody's got a problem to let me shove a solution at them. And they still haven't been convinced. If you're a Facebook mm. ads company. You first have to convince them that paid traffic is better than organic. You can't, you can be the best Facebook ads company on the planet, but if they don't think they should be paying for ads and then they should, they won't even be interested in how good you are at Facebook ads. Right. Yeah. So whatever your solution is, you have to think of that journey. What, how, what are the different nuances and narratives that you have to shift and change for them along the way? And when you have a system that can do that, then your team can do that without you right now. The only way all of that gets done is by people having a conversation with you. And that is not scalable. That That's is not a robot. replicatable. That is yep. not a, that's a recipe for you growing beyond yourself. Love it. Wow. Jim, you've given us so many golden nuggets here and ideas and, and thoughts on how we can improve our business, grow, scale, and have a sale-ready business, you know, because all of these factors come in for every single business that is out there, not just yeah. coaching and consulting or just attorneys and CPAs or just plumbers and contractors. Every single business has this problem. Yes. And, and you need, you need help. You need to under, first of all, you need to recognize that you have this problem and then you need to search on, like you said, do you want it in-house or, 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 or external? <clears throat> I, I just, I love all of this. This has been a fantastic conversation, really opened up a lot of ideas for me. I think we could go on for another 90 minutes and still have tremendous value in here, but we are at a, we are at a time lock here. So, Jim, where can listeners find out more about you and and how to how to get the edge, right? Definitely. Um, uh, thanks for the opportunity. So uh, what I would invite you to do is I really want to get to know you personally. 
whoever you are listening. And so if you go to my personal site at jimp360.com, as J-I-M-P-360.com, you'll find all of my social medias, videos, um, ex- you know, support and resources or podcasts, books, uh, how to hire us, how to work for us, uh, and our upcoming events that you're going to want to be part of where we will help you actually I put all these systems together so you can be ready to hire a sales team. Go to jimp360.com. There's a contact button. Click that contact button and it will give you ways that you can reach me on my phone. Shoot me a text with your full name that you heard me here on the Biz Growth Strategist podcast, and I will send you our anti-closer sales system. Shoot me a text. Let me know you got here. I want you to know you. I'm not giving you an opt-in. I want to send you something directly from me to you. Wow. Ooh, cool. Nice start. Nice starting point on that. All right, Jim. Um, uh, you know, we all need help. So why not find an expert that's already doing a quarter of a billion in sales? I mean, this is this is just a natural thing. And and if anybody has has felt it the way I felt it, it's a natural, comfortable close. It's a natural, comfortable relationship, even what you just offered us, which was to connect. Fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Well, listeners, I hope you found a couple ideas to put into your business that will help you become more profitable. I know that sales is the foremost foundational piece, and it's the, the piece that can allow you to do so much more. So uh, go check out Jim. All right. So it's now more than ever, it's important to focus on growing your business as we've been talking. Don't forget to register for my new masterclass. This quick 20-minute training has been specifically designed to help you learn how to grow your business five times or even 10 times the revenue and the value of your company so that you're in a great position to sell it someday in the future on your terms. Some of the benefits are more profit, more free time, and an easier to run business. Don't forget to register at 10xyourfirm.com. You won't want to miss this class. And Jim and I would love to hear your questions or comments. Tell us what your biggest sales challenge was. Tell us what your biggest win was and in the comments, and we'll reply back and get the conversation going. Also, don't forget to subscribe on today's show. You can catch Profit with a Plan on any of your favorite podcast players, and we're looking forward to more great profitable information on next week's show. So until then, make your plans and profit with them. Thanks so much, Jim. Thanks.